Welcome to Beyond the Sale podcast. We believe that information without application leads to frustration. Sales is a profession, not just a job, and investing in your sales career is key to driving success. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Ty Bello, and today I'm flying solo, but we will be continuing with our three-part series on sales leadership, coaching, and managing. You see, I believe that sales leadership, management, and coaching are key elements to every sales professional's success. While oftentimes these words may sound synonymous, they really are not. Each one has a very specific role that it plays in the guiding of a sales professional. Today we're going to take a step on this journey that takes us a little forward to the first part of the series that we recorded just a few short weeks ago, where I was joined by on the mic by my son, Chris, who shared with us a perspective as a member of the younger generation on how they desire to be led. Let me do a little recap, if you don't mind, of my conversation with Chris. Chris boiled it down to a couple of words. Salespeople, people like to be seen and noticed. To effectively lead that team member, those types of team members, you need to be a leader that must be really personally in contact with those people. Now today, that may be a little bit altered or supplemented by maybe the media platforms that we have out there, but and that's okay. But maybe not as much as a face-to-face encounter. So when we get the chance, we should take the opportunity to always have a face-to-face encounter with someone. Second, of being noticed goes back to the phrase that my mentor actually shared with me many, many years ago. Give people plenty of praise to limit a raise. Well, I never really liked the limiting of the raise, but I sure did buy into the praise component of this. You know, here, too, we see that we need to be careful. Praise, when deserved and earned, is great. But praise is not just to be given to someone just to give them praise. There should be no participation trophy awarded here. It makes sense. And especially with the younger generation, they might be attuned to that participation trophy. Today, we're going to expand our thoughts onto coaching and how this really dovetails perfectly with the thoughts that Chris led us on about leadership. You know, for many listening today, you have heard of coaching and you might even experience it in a sport or other activities and maybe even in your sales profession. That's awesome. There are so many aspects of professional coaching and specifically in sales coaching. But for today's podcast and the limited time that we have, I want to focus on two elements, sales coaching that will provide maximum impact for you and that will be relative and simple and easy to apply. Now, Remember, this podcast is directed to sales leaders and even coaches. However, sales professional, if you're listening today, this could benefit you as well. So here's what I would like to spend our time together on today. The sales coaching purpose and the sales coaching cadence. Now, we must be clear about what coaching is and what it really is about. Over my 20 years of sales coaching, I've been asked to come in and fix salespeople, if you will, or change them. Here is what I have concluded. Coaching does not change people. Coaching changes behaviors and specifically sales behaviors. And it is this behavioral change that when experienced by the sales professional 
changes them and actually helps them see better results. So the purpose of coaching is not to change the sales person, but to change the sales behavior, which will actually change the outcome and produce results. Now, this is completely dependent upon a few things. First, the participant has to really be willing to explore sales behavior change. They have to see what they are doing is getting the results that they want and that the company desires. And second, the coach has to understand that this is not a time to be the answer man or woman. Coaching provides tools, guidance, ideas. It's a form of these things that we present to the coach E or the person being coached and help them identify with the information that we're sharing to take the appropriate steps to improve. So what's the old saying? You, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, we are leading them to water. Finally, the coach has got to be knowledgeable. They have to be prepared. You have to have a plan and you have to be patient. Coaching is not a sprint, my friends. Coaching is absolutely a marathon. Now, it just depends. It's not going to be the 26.2 that you would expect in a marathon, but it is a long distance run. So if you're expecting a full change uh, that you desire from this individual, it's not going to happen over in a couple of weeks. It's going to take some time and some investment on your part. See, this is where people would call me in, right? They'd say, hey, Ty, we need you to fix this person. And that's where my quote that I gave you earlier really, really resonated. It's not about changing the person. It's about changing the behavior. And those things take time. It is not an overnight. So now that we have a best, a better understanding, let's say, of a little bit about coaching and what it is or isn't, let's talk about coaching cadence. And this to me is really one of the best elements of coaching, but also one of the most difficult. Let me warn you before I even start. When you first hear what I'm about to say, you will either say out loud or in your, in your head, there is no way I can do this as a leader. See, that is exactly why coaching is not going to work for me. Okay, so I have officially warned you. Be prepared. You might be saying that in your mind any second now. First, what is cadence? Well, in, in business, cadence can be more easily defined maybe as rhythmic sequence. And for us in the coaching, it is really about frequency and how often we meet with each sales team member. So a great sales cadence requires leaders to meet with individuals and the team at a minimum, ready, of five times per month. There it is. There goes the voice in your head. This guy's got to be nuts. No way do I have the time to do that as a sales leader and coach. Okay, I would say to you, you don't have the time not to do that if coaching is really what you want to do. Now, before you judge everything here, let me, let me give you an explanation, if you will, of these five meetings and how they really can impact you. And actually, I'm going to tell you this. These meetings will actually put time back in your pocket, not just the salesperson's pocket, but yours as well. So the first meeting is the sales huddle. 
and on the first coaching opportunity that you have, this is where you're going to typically meet with everybody on a weekly basis, right? And these really occupy about four different meetings in a given month. So the sales huddle lasts about 30 to 60 minutes, depending on the size of the team that you're coaching. You know, at this meeting, everyone gets a chance to talk. Wow. You're, you're thinking, oh my goodness, if everyone gets a chance to talk, this is going to be a two-hour meeting. No, no, no. H hang in there, I promise. Let me give you an outline. Everyone gets a chance to talk for two to three minutes tops, and they're sharing the following things. How did last week's sales calls go? What were some of the high and low points of my sales encounters? What were some of the major wins from last week? And finally, what is on the radar for this week? High-level overview two to three minutes. Trust me, after about the third huddle that you have with people, they're, they're going to start getting into the rhythm of this and they'll be able to share about two to three minutes and they'll be able to cut themselves off in many respects. Now, as a leader, here is what is on your agenda during the huddle. You will provide a dashboard, if you will, of the sales numbers from the last week, possibly through a CRM system that you might be, you might be using, right? Any big wins that happened this week for you, for the team, collectively. Finally, you will ask your team as a whole, at the end of each of their two to three minutes, what do you need me to do this week to help you achieve your goals? Or something to that effect, okay? Typically, here's what I say. What do I need to do to clear the runway for your success this week? You get the picture, right? I want to be there as a helper and really come alongside of them this next week as they set out. See, the result of the huddles is everyone knows where we are at as a team, collectively, and also as a company. So that's that's really pretty good. Now, we all have a clear understanding of probably what is on everyone's plate for that week, past and future week. And most importantly, we've heard how things are going for everyone on the team. You know, we, we might hear as a salesperson something that can help us or something that we want to steer clear of. That's why it's so important for everyone to open up and really share. The next meeting takes place in one of those huddles. So I'm really not taking more time. I'm just replacing the huddle with an other purpose, if you will. So technically, yes, you still have, they're still part of the four, but the agenda is really slightly different. So during one of the huddles, either week two or week three, as a leader, you need to report the numbers to the team. Here, here's what you're going to you're going to speak to them about. You need to report the results from last month's sales. Whatever the metrics are that you measure for sales needs, what they need to hear from you, and you want to share that in that one huddle. Here, here are some things that I would recommend that you consider sharing. Did we hit the sales plan or forecast or both? Another whole topic, we'll get into that at another date, the difference between a sales plan and a sales forecast. You want to go over the highs and the lows of how we got to these results and then what we could have done differently. Now, you can add whatever you want here to accurately report the results of your previous month. You can even get uh, maybe a little bit in the weeds if you want to, because this is going to be a full hour long meeting because we really want them to understand where we've come from and where we're headed. Next, you want to tee up the month that you are in. Here are a few things that I might suggest you share, okay? 
What are the numbers so far this month? Any individual or product or service leading the pack right now. You also want to report on the products and services and what we need to do to achieve our monthly goal. See, I cannot stress enough with you how great this meeting is. Everyone can walk out of this meeting really knowing exactly where we are as a team and a company, just like a regular huddle, and even how they are as individuals. But this is the halftime report. See, everything that I just gave you really resonates about halftime. We looked at the previous month. How did we do in that game, quote unquote, and now where are we at in this month, halftime? You know, think about it. We just watched the football playoffs, right? We just watched the Super Bowl. Do you think either of those teams went into the locker room at halftime and didn't say, hey, let's change a few things. Let's fix a few things. Of course they did, right? Of course they did. Here's one of my favorite quotes, okay? If you are not winning at the game, change the way you play. See, that's what this halftime huddle is all about. Remember, Either the second week or third week, you're going to still do the huddle, but it's going to be the halftime huddle with all of the elements that I just gave you a little bit ago. Now, the last meeting is the one-on-one meeting. This is where you spend time one-on-one with every team member. This meeting should last 45 to 60 minutes, again, depending on the size of your team. You want to be respectful of your time as much as theirs. This is face-to-face preferred, but... Obviously, you can use some sort of a media platform if you need to. That's fine. And given where we're at right now with the pandemic, we completely understand that. But as often as you can do these face-to-face, please, please, please do so. The agenda here is review and development. Think about that, review and development. We want to talk about the individual sales results, numbers, accounts, New accounts, big fish on the radar, lost accounts, results, and where they are to the plan for the month, for the quarter, for the year. We also want to take some time to coach and provide insight to them as individual sales professionals. This is both educational and developmental. You see, as a leader, it's always good to have a list of items that you want to work on with the sales team member and also a list of items that they said they would like to work on. See, having this planned out as kind of as a strategy, this really becomes a strong coaching model. So there you have it. Five meetings that will put time back into every one of your pockets. Why? Well, because the team is informed. Great communication has taken place. We've reviewed, we've done education, we've done accountability, we've developed, we have planning. All of these things have taken place. This will then eliminate the overtime that we we unnecessarily sometimes have to put into our job. What do I mean by overtime? Well, simply this. Tell me how many disruptions you have in your day because the lack of communication, the lack of review, education, accountability, development, planning, etc. Exactly. So, do you have these five meetings in you to coach your team? That's a question. I think you do. I actually promise you this. These will work for you. 
and they will make you and your team, as I've always said, productive and not just active. Well, there it is. Now you just need to execute. See, and I hope that this has been helpful for, for both the leaders and the sales professionals that are out there. See, on the next Beyond the Sale podcast, we're going to be taking a look at sales management and how this can really contribute to both leading and coaching. You can plan on that coming out in probably about two weeks. So thank you for listening to Beyond the Sale podcast, where we believe that information without application leads to frustration. Sales is a profession, not a job. And investing in your sales career is key to driving success. Please, friend, please make today and make this week productive and not just active. Bring content, not calories to your clients. Sales reps bring calories. Professionals bring content. You have a choice. Choose wisely. So this concludes this episode of Beyond the Sale podcast. Be on the lookout for our next podcast later this month.